listen out loud, that is. It's time for Anime Jam Session with DJ Ronma S, Mako-chan, and Ari Rockefeller. Hey everyone, welcome to Anime Jam Session, episode number 199. We are that podcast that talks about anime, games, conventions, the fandom, geek stuff, and everything in between. I'm Digiron Mess. I'm Ari Rockefeller. And I'm Mako-chan. So, do we all have our cups of tea? Oh, I'm not drinking tea. (laughs) I have the tea, the vodka coke... And another thing, a fireball here, just in case. <laughs> oh, jeez. What? What? <laughs> I didn't say anything other than, oh, jeez. But you insinuated, though. Which you always I always do. insinuate. I know, which is why I had to say that. This is going to be a good show. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Send it over to that one, and we're done. Okay. <sighs> we are live tonight, week of January 20th, 2015, on the Vogue Network. We're here live Tuesdays at 9.30 p.m. Eastern with replays Thursdays at 1. Check out our interactive chat room at live.vognetwork.com. Chat clients such as Merck, XChat, Chatzilla can use irc.gamesearch.net. Chat room is Vogue. Or you can head over to AnimeJamSession.com slash network. If you click on that IRC link, whatever your default IRC chat client is, it'll bring you right to the chat room. Come on in. The water is fine. We have plenty of popcorn and tea to hand out. And Rageinator asks if we have any scones. No, we do not have any scones. I and, have regular biscuits. Mm. And due to um, to our special guest on tonight's show, we have a lot of people who are tuning in and trying to listen in. So for those of you who want to know, just in case, if you haven't figured it out, if you go to the website, vognetwork.com, there's a little uh, play button there. You click that, and you're good. You, you'll see that we're live, but if you hit the play button, you'll hear our show. So Now that we got the technical aspects out of the way... Um, Let's kick things off. And Ari, where the hell did you get crumpets from? Uh, I have my sources. Okay, just want to make sure. These are legal crumpets, right? Yes, they're... they're le- what the hell <laughs> kind of game are you running where you have to smuggle in fucking crumpets? Well, it depends on what country they're made in. <laughs> <sighs> oh, boy. Anyway, you were saying. All right, let let's let's go ahead and start and kick things off. So, Ari, how was your week and how was your day? Uh, most of it was work. The rest of it was a, uh, you know, Mason stuff, especially mm. tonight. But uh, as <clears throat> as a, uh, you know, we were warming up, getting the pre-show gun. I had to go do a uh, family tech support again. Mm. Oh God, what a pain in the ass that was. That bad. I had to teach someone for the twentieth, or however the hell many times I lost count. Time how to work their DVD player so they can watch the same movie they've seen on the cable, you know, movie network. So much as she refers to it as her show. Well, at least it keeps that person occupied for a couple of hours, yeah. Yeah. Well, nobody comes into my room and bothers me while I'm doing this anyway. But that's mm-hmm. not the point. Yeah. But, like I was saying, you know, 
I've had to do... <coughs> Pardon me. Done this dozens of times before. <coughs> dozens of times before. Never sticks. Always have to keep explaining it to him from scratch. You know, every time. Oh, okay. And it's just, you know, going nuts. Other than that, I'm... Like, on you know nicer note, I, uh... Going over with friends what has to watch the uh, Royal Rumble this weekend. Oh yeah, let me know how that is. I'll be following <clears throat> the play-by-play through the um through whoever posts them. 420 Chan. Oh yeah. The woo board. Got that right. <laughs> um, also, there's probably a stream somewhere, but. Sh- there's- and you get a stream, and you get a stream, and you get a stream. <laughs> Everybody gets a stream. I don't awesome. want to stream. Okay. <laughs> but, uh... On she a lighter note, we're, I'm in a pool for, uh... Guess the Rumble winner. Oh, yeah? Third, it's between just the uh, people watching it. 30 bucks gets you, uh... Three entries, and there's gonna be ten people there, so there's not gonna be any numbers left over. So oh, okay. someone has to win. And whoever does win, whoever... Like, that pig gets, uh... The money. Hmm. Of course, you know, I have to... Of course, timing is everything and getting the uh, first... the good choice of uh, entrance, because yeah, otherwise I'm going to have all joke or nostalgia entries and I'm going to be out 30 bucks like, fuck. <laughs> okay. So that's how shit's been going for me. Alright. Mako-chan, how was your week and how was your day? My week sucked because I was at work. Swing low, sweet cherry. Well, see, the whole thing is, is the main owner and his wife uh, went down to Florida. Mm-hmm. And they'll be gone until middle March. Maybe end March. Yeah. So it's been relatively quiet at work. And everybody is basically de-stressing because it's the only time we really get to de-stress is when the bosses aren't, aren't there. So mm. the manager is basically running everything until the bosses get back. Except that one of the bosses from the Brooklyn store came in and noticed that our prices were really, really wonky. Wait, and w- w- wait, 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 hold it. They, they have a Brooklyn location? Yes, they have a Brooklyn location. Where? I have no freaking clue, but they have a Brooklyn location. I'm going to have to find this for morbid curiosity. But please continue. But um, that's basically the main store in the area. Mm-hmm. Um, and one of the guys that works there, he also helps to run the store that I used to work next to when I worked for Rite Aid. Mm-hmm. And he basically came in and looked over the prices and said, why are your prices so outrageous? And so for the last two days... I have been readjusting prices because the manager basically said, screw what the owner thinks, put the price where it needs to be, mm-hmm. and hopefully he won't realize when he comes back. So Ooh. more than likely, when the owner comes back in the middle of March, we will once again be raising all of the prices to what he deems is more acceptable. Well, so I've basically been doing busy work. Well, you would. I can imagine you talking to your work, coworkers, going like, "Have you ever wondered why we're here?" <laughs> oh, you've had that conversation too, huh? 
you know, like the first episode of Red versus Blue, that kind of thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, um, I've been trying to catch up on various things. So I finished uh, X-Men, the animated series. I finished X-Men Evolution. I am working my way through Arrow Season 2 so that I can continue with Season 3. And both my federal and state income taxes were accepted, so hopefully by the end of the month I will have money and can order certain plane tickets. Yeah, uh, you'll uh, end of the week. You'll probably see money the first week, probably first second week in February. That's what I'm figuring. That's yeah. what happened last year. Yeah, but I just I don't want to wait too long to mm-hmm. get the tickets for the plane, but I also don't want to get them too early because there's you know a very fine middle ground of when the tickets are going to be the cheapest. Mm-hmm. But I need to. Well. We need to figure out what the hell is going on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I am on that. Good boy. Woof. <laughs> but yeah, that's that's basically it. Um, I have currently have a cat on my lap. I don't know if you heard him purring earlier. No, it's not like you hear Al Correa's cat Neelix when we do um, Crystal Chronicles. You have to put the microphone right up to him as he's purring, I think. Oh, the microphone was right up to him when he was purring. And he's usually her. really, really loud, but I think you guys were talking over it, so probably nobody heard it. And Sorry. Ne- Neelix doesn't need a microphone. He's just loud on his own. Yeah, but there have been times where I'm petting I'm petting Damien, and you guys have heard him on some of the other phone calls we've had. Mm-hmm. So I think it just depends on whether he's loud enough or not. True. But yeah, I sat down to do the show and put the blanket over me, and he's like, oh, home. <laughs> Thump. Fair enough, fair enough. All right. If we go into chat room at live.vognetwork.com, Ragenator says he knows where the Brooklyn location is. It's in Brooklyn. <laughs> <sighs> Very nice. God. All right. Oh, that reminds me. I had some woman at work ask me um, whether or not helium would hold in condoms. What? Okay. I have to stop the music for that one. (laughs) Explain. Um, Basically, she was doing... uh, She's doing a bachelorette party. Mm Mm-hmm. And came in... um, First, the first thing she asked was whether any of us had used condoms as balloons before. So... Do you know how bored and or high you have to be to go down that that uh, thought path? Oh, no, not at all. Um, basically, for, I think, one of my friend's 18th birthdays, we had it at my place, like, two or three houses back, and all of her decorations were penises. Of course they were. Mm. Um, this was and... Well, no, this was just, um, the one that I did was just an 18th birthday. So the entire back lawn was filled with uh, condom balloons. So basically the conversation went like this, you know, has anybody ever used condoms as uh, as balloons? I said, yeah, just don't get the lubed ones. And of course (laughs) she goes, (laughs) she goes, ew. 
and then says, well, has anybody ever used them as helium balloons? And one of my coworkers said flat out, don't give her any ideas. <laughs> it's the aspect, you just said it just n- nonchalantly like, like it's a big deal, you know? Yeah, she said, don't give her any ideas. And then I said something about um, how, it would, uh, how, ma- how it would make great fucking balloons. And there was just blank stares, and I said, what, too punny? <laughs> yeah, th- this is my life. <laughs> this is my job. But I won't know if they actually work or not because she ended up purchasing a tank because we can't exactly be blowing up condoms in our store. Yeah. Well, you can, but you just be pre- prepared to answer a lot of weird questions. Oh my god. Ranger Serena goes, just so you know, yes, it does hold in condoms. They float for about two to four days. And Ron Liddell... Thank you. Thank you so much. And Ron Liddell's like, wait, there's condoms with no lube? What the hell? Okay, alright. Okay. 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 Welcome to my week, people. God damn it, Mako-chan. Oh. Well, how the hell am I supposed to follow up with that? I would say something, but I won't. Go right ahead. I, 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 I would say that the only way you could follow a condom would be to whip it out. Well, if you insist. <laughs> God. All right, all right, all right, all right. My weekend day has been the same thing for the last couple of weeks. I get up around 10 o'clock. I sit at the computer for a couple of hours, job searching. I have breakfast. I catch up with what's on TV. I watch stuff on Hulu and Netflix. Work on more convention videos and convention photos. Watch TV, wash, rinse, repeat. I did go out today with the agency and talk to them. So they said they may have something for me, which is good. So Awesome. And I got a call today, so I'm hoping I'm trying to find out about follow up with that tomorrow through my school. So, for the record, kids, when you graduate from school from college, make sure you stay in touch with career placement services. They won't get you a job, but they will whore out your your resume like nobody else's business. So at least it's something. And that's basically been my weekend day, you know. Yeah, yours was kind of sedate compared to uh, Mako's. Yeah. Wait, wait, <laughs> hold it, hold it. Um, as per um, Ron Ladal, uh, a request. Oh dear God! Really? Do you forget that I have like forty-two? Like, like, how many MP3s do I have on this on this machine? I have five hundred and sixty-three gigs of music. Okay, I have enough music to last two thirds of a year without repeat. So I'm just gonna months. tell you right now, I'm really, really glad that I do not have a working camera because nobody needs to see me dancing. <laughs> now, I'm suddenly reminded of the Dragon Teens Day uh, video, you know? <laughs> Lord. Alright, that's it. That's Aww. all. What? I'm not going to give you and Rageinator the full satisfaction of whipping it out. I was dancing. 
Well, you can dance later and listen to the song on YouTube. But that's no fun. Eh, well, at least you'll have your brush to sing into. <laughs> Actually, what is she, I 16 don't... years old? Yes. If, if you guys had any idea what I have planned for my birthday, you'd think I was five. We already know you're five! Yeah, I got treat bags with toys and candy in them. Lord. <laughs> okay. I'm five, I'm sorry. We kind of knew this. All right, okay, all right. We are going to take our break, and when we get back, we're going to have a special guest cosplayer on, Barracuda Cosplay. Friends and friend, She's a friend of a friend of the show. I've seen her around at conventions. She's good people. So we're going to talk about the latest... Uh, the latest project that she posted on her fan page and the story behind that. And we have some interesting anime news if we get to that. Or we might just skip that and go straight to the forum topics and news from Japan depending on how badly derailed we get. So, <laughs> yeah. So, what did, before we go, what did y'all think of our new sponsor, Lipton Tea? I'm amused. <laughs> Funny. <laughs> Uh, I try, I try. So, we'll be back.
Okay. A little bit of a throwback there with the music. I enjoyed it. So, right now, we're going to go ahead and and bring on a little bit of a little bit something here. It's not often we do get guests on the show, but when we do, we have a damn good time on here. So, here's the deal, people. Uh, earlier this week, we had a, uh, a local cosplay, Barracuda Cosplay, posted an image about photo shoots and, and her rates. But here's the thing. She's a cosplayer, not a photographer. And pretty much a good portion of the cosplay community just lit up. People were saying she was trolling. People were saying that she is right. Some were saying that she is wrong in saying that. So what we're going to do, we're going to bring her on right now. As long as the Skype gods don't screw up. Told her to stand by and we're going to bring her right on. Let's adjust the music. Add the group call. And it's ringing. Okay. Barracuda Cosplay, are you there? I hope I am. Can you hear me? I can hear you just fine. Hooray. Well, I am here now. Awesome. And welcome to Anime Jam Session. Welcome to the show. Thanks. Thanks for Hello. having me. And here are my co-hosts, um, Ari Rockefeller. Hi. Hello. And Mako-chan. Hello, hello. Hey, hi. All right. All right. Before we begin... Tell us a little bit about yourself. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? Uh, I'm just laughing at the music. You think I would? You think I wouldn't do my homework? <laughs> fair enough. Fair yeah. Enough. Thank so, you. Um, I am Barracuda. Uh, I have been cosplaying since Otakon 2006, and I have been sewing since like mid 2007 or something like that. Wow. Um, I've been crafting my own costumes ever since. Uh, I live in Phil- outside of Philadelphia, and I pretty much on oh. up and down the East Coast. Hmm. What part of Philly? Oh, uh, what part of Philly? I mean, like, yeah, like whereabouts? Oh, I'm I'm outside. I'm I'm in the suburbs. Hmm. I mean, so am I. So. Oh, nice, nice. Awesome. So, what cosplays are you pretty much been known for lately? Um, well, I've been doing, like, a crap ton of idol cosplays recently. Oh, yeah. So, I guess, um, I mean, I don't know. I do, um, Ellie Ayase from Love Live a lot recently. And I think most people will recognize, like, if they were to think of me, I've kind of asked people that they'd say my panty cosplays, because I act a lot like panty in real life. I might have gotten a picture of you like over the last couple of years if you did panty anarchy because I, I probably and yeah. if I pulled down my panties for you, yeah, that was probably me. I know one girl that did, but it wasn't you. But oh, <laughs> someone else is stealing my my thunder. Damn. Well, if I was there as Gardabelt, I probably just had screamed at you, Penny. What are you doing? And just oh, try yeah, to throw my probably probably you probably <laughs> have screamed at me multiple times then. Probably, you know. There's only, like, what, three of us that do cosplay Gardabelt? And, uh, yeah, seriously. Yeah. <laughs> Alright, so, what got you into cosplay? Um, my friends yeah. uh, that I was in high school with, uh, they were just like, hey, do you want to come to a co- like this convention <laughs> for anime? Because I know you like anime, and I like anime, so let's go. I'm making you a costume, and I'm like, okay. 
And then I just had a lot of fun. So I just kind of, like, I've always been creative and, like, an artist. Mm. That And so it kind of just happened naturally. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Okay, that's pretty cool. So it's like the first taste is free, and it just goes all downhill from there. Yeah, pretty much, pretty much. <laughs> okay, all right. So the way you phrase that, it happens to all of us, you know. You get that one quick <laughs> taste, and it's like, what? Well, where do I go from here? You know. All right, let's let, let's get down to the nitty gritty here. All right. I mentioned earlier, you know, about the image that you posted yes. about photo shoot. What made you come up with that? Well, um, I had just been like seeing the dissatisfaction on both sides, really, mm-hmm. uh, of both cosplayers and photographers, kind of dissatisfied with each other. Either it was cosplayers bitching about cos- uh, like photographers, first off, even charging, and B, their prices going up significantly, especially for uh, like. Uh, like hot spots, like photo shoot hot spots, like mm-hmm. Katsukon is. Yeah. Uh, Katsukon has obvious. The gazebo. Yes, the gazebo. Goddamn, goddamn <laughs> and, false idol. Yeah, so <laughs> I've, I've just, I just saw so much dissatisfaction and such a rift between cosplayers and photographers. Right. And then the, cos- the photographers were upset because the cosplayers were complaining. And it was just, oh, it was, it's, it's ridiculous. And I mean, hey, I'm all for photographers charging. Mm hmm. And that's fine with me. I have personally paid for a handful of shoots, but I am lucky enough to have some wonderful friends who will shoot with me regardless of me paying them. Or I usually am just like, well, I'll pay you in friendship or I'll buy them some food or something. You right. know, that I'm, I'm never not grateful to my photographers, which I think I wanted to kind of put out there. It seemed like based on kind of some of the comments that, people saw it as not being grateful or not respecting photographers, which is completely not true. Right, right. But anyway, so I saw this rift, and I also saw just just the, the – it was just the growing dissatisfaction. So I figured, well, let's see what, I, what would happen if I turn the tables on the photographers who are charging and see – how they would react, which I was pretty much assuming would be with hypocrisy because, oh no, God forbid a cosplayer charge or be want some money for their art, even though people will argue stuff, basically saying, oh yeah, well you can make money with commissions and, but I mean modeling's an art form and Mm -hmm. I mean like art art models and stuff they do get paid, Uh, like if you are a figure a figure drawing subject, they will pay you. And I mean, I pretty much was like, okay, well, why? I think, and then I think a lot of people just kind of misinterpreted it again. But again, I did leave it open for a very large interpretation. Uh, but yeah, so I pretty much did that. And I kind of talked to a lot of people about it, like a couple friends, especially uh, my West Coast friends. Right, right. They were, they have a pretty different culture i would say from the east coast as far as it seems like there's more photographers that um they just they're just more photographers so it's like less of a demand Mm -hmm. and also i feel like a lot of people just have their friends and they only shoot with their friends and they don't really branch outside of their circles um which is fine it's whatever it's what they it just kind of and also they don't schedule 
Like, I remember when I went out to Anime Expo, yeah. I hit up my one good friend Vince Darkane, mm -hmm. and um, I was like, "Hey, like, I'd love to shoot with you. Uh, like, what is your schedule like?" He's like, "I don't really schedule things. I just." text me at the con and we'll meet up or something and I was like wow that's interesting because it was my first time at a west coast con right. uh, back in 2013 but now I've kind of embraced it and personally I find it's better just from experiencing both uh, scheduled photo shoots as well as non-scheduled photo shoots that there's kind of it's just I don't know for me personally it's less stressful to have non so it was just uh, kind of turning the tables. Uh, sorry, I keep going on tangents. It's fine. <laughs> we go through at least five or six tangents on the show here at any given time. Yeah, so, yeah, it was basically, and it's just like people were just kind of getting away from, they were just, everyone's just become so obsessed with the monetization of a hobby. Mm -hmm. Where, yes, we both, cosplayers and photographers like spend thousands of dollars on our costumes, our equipment, our sewing machines, our editing software. I mean, I know mm -hmm. I'm, a, I'm a graphic designer. I, I have Photoshop. I have all of those programs, and they cost a lot of money. Yeah. And I know you can mm -hmm. use those same programs to edit photos and, of course, time, too. So I was like, okay, well, I'll see where this goes. And uh, like I said, I spoke to my West Coast friends, and they're like, yeah, no, that's a good idea. So I had the support of a handful of my friends, and they thought it was a good idea for me to kind of try it. And I knew that there was going to be negative uh, negative feedback with it, which obviously mm -hmm. is expected with anything. And also the other reason is I wanted to go into an extreme because yeah. the fact is I'm not stupid. I wasn't born yesterday. I've been using the Internet for most of my life at this point, and I've come to realize that if you make a major extreme post mm -hmm. as opposed to a mild-mannered like blog right. about it, you could be like, blah, 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 I've noticed this and this. You're not going to make a difference. People, Maybe you might get, unless you're like super like – have a huge internet reach, you're not going to make a difference. But right, the fact right. is, those people, I mean, I know, like, there's, I mean, I'm not even going to get into that because that's a whole other can of worms. But, yeah, so it's it's really, you need to go to an extreme if you want a reaction and you want people to kind of acknowledge your thoughts. That makes sense because, you know, as I'm watching all of this go back and forth and, see, I... I'm I'm in IT, so I handle computers and software on a, on on a regular. And oh, I've yeah. I've had people ask me about the machines I work on, my personal machine, how much it costs. And mm -hmm. I've actually had people like, "Well, I want a machine just like yours. Here's six hundred dollars." And I look at them, I'm like, "Yeah, you're not going <laughs> yeah. to get something no, like it's, that." No, it's it's true. Want to tell them about the last two computers you built? Uh, yeah, I'll make this brief. Um, for Ari here, I built a, a powerful machine for like. For twelve hundred, you know, and and thankfully I had some connections to get them the software to go to run on that. Because believe you me, if I didn't have those connections, that machine would have ran about twenty five hundred. Hardware mm, right. is hardware is cheap. Software is expensive. Oh yeah, that's for sure. That's for yeah. sure. Yeah, but yeah, no. So I think I think a lot of what the problem is rooted in mm -hmm. too, as far as that, just based on the observation and like just talking money and kind of. Pretty much people have just been arguing back and forth. Well, photography has this expense and this expense and this expense and this much time and this much time. But cosplay, 
And then the customer is like, yeah, but cosplay costs this much and blah, 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 blah. And it's like, why can't we just accept that both hobbies are expensive? And, and you're right. And, you know, and yes, I was, and, and I was talking with uh, GBT for cosplay earlier. And now this is something I'm going to say. And if I catch hell for it, I don't care. I feel that cosplayers spend more money than people that go to cons for photography and video and so forth. Because the equipment that you buy initially, yes, that initial investment is expensive, but that equipment's going to run you three, four, five, six years, even more if you take care of it and you do regular maintenance. Whereas when you're making costumes, you're making multiple costumes in a year. Fabric yep. gets expensive. Oh yeah, yeah, that's what it is. Yeah, yeah I that's how I, I I really think that you know. Yeah, no, I have. Yeah, I have. You I have to agree with that. Yeah, um, only because oh, like I, I know when somebody when a cosplayer is in a costume and they're known for that costume, as soon as that costume is tired and everybody's seen it and taken pictures of it, that's I mean that's basically it. They have to come up with a new costume to remain fresh. Yeah, that's actually a really good point uh, as far as kind of keeping fresh. I mean, mm -hmm. there was I. Hell, even I have a retired costume. Uh huh. And I believe there and I'm, was. And I'm really not all that when it comes to cosplay. All right. Yeah. I mean, the fact is, everyone does it. People get bored of their costumes. The fact is, none, not the majority of cosplayers are not professional seamstresses and mm. or seamsters. And yes, that is the correct term for a male sewer is a seamster. I looked it up. That but makes yeah, sense. Yeah. R e s s is a uh, is a is a female suffix. Yes. Yes, but I mean the fact is, I mean I've heard, I mean not that I can, I it's horror stories about people hot gluing their costumes together, and even <sighs> even if you have a sewn, I have had multiple costumes just kind of they just get worn out, mm -hmm. because just wear them, and you're walking around a convention, and most of these costumes are not conventional, not to make <laughs> no pun or anything yeah. intended because it's they just don't. It, they're not supposed to exist in real life. That and when you make these various cosplays, they're not like normal. A lot of them are not normal everyday clothing that you can wear three, yep. four, five days a week. This is something where you might be able to get like three to four, maybe five conventions out of it if you're careful. Then after that, you're like, got to patch this up, patch that up. Or like, mm -hmm. you know what? This character has a new outfit. Step up and do the new, the new outfit, you know? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't know what you're talking about, but I totally am gonna wear my hot pink, my bright pink, sparkly booty shorts all the time once I finish them. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> oh. Okay. <laughs> Thank we... you, idol cosplayers. <laughs> I still have like, I'm thinking like halfway through the second season of Love Live. Oh, it's oh that that's heart wrenching. Oh my gosh. That I... that oh my god. You're just you're in for emotional emotional moments and miss miss stoneheart over here myself mm. i even shed a tear in the last episode that's okay because i one of my favorite series is saber marionette jay and i watched mm -hmm. the ovas and where they brought in the well, the new um marionette and when they put her down to rest mode and that final ova i shed a tear because it was it was too emotional for me yeah yeah yeah, I haven't seen that series. It's but yeah, no, so um, also going back to kind of the expenses, uh, and I totally agree with you that, mm -hmm. I mean, it's 
Yeah, I also have to think about the other materials, too. I mean, it's not just fabric costs. Warble is hella expensive. I mean, I think, what, like a large sheet run, or a jumbo sheet runs like 75 bucks. Wait, like, a, what is this again? Warbler? It's what a lot of people have been making uh, their armor out of. It's a thermoplastic. It's yeah. a very fascinating material from a scientific point of view. Sorry, that's another thing. I'm a scientist, so that hey. is my full-time job, which is also why I laugh. Awesome. I also I laugh when people tell me that uh, that I'm trying to make a living off of I guess whatever modeling or something. I'm just like, <laughs> little do they know, I have a full time job in a laboratory, and you know, that's the what I do. People trying to you know talk science to you only they preface their statements with "I'm not a scientist," but <laughs> <laughs> oh dear, I just am like, oh oh honey honey. That that's shorthand for you can completely ignore everything I have to say on this topic. <laughs> I'm just going to you out now, okay? <laughs> you see, the, the fact that you said you're, you're a scientist as a full-time job, it, it reminds me, this has probably happened to you a few times, where someone will come up to you and take your pictures and say, like, wow, you're an amazing cosplayer. Is this your, this is what you do full-time? And you look at them and you go, or if you're me, uh, no, I'm not a full-time cosplayer. I do tech support for this company here. And you see the expression on their face go, Yeah, yeah. That's oh, God, cosplayers have lives outside of cosplay? Oh, my God. I know. Wow, they do? You oh, know, no. Believe it or not, I actually know a guy who can be considered a professional cosplayer. Oh, I know. I've actually... Han uh, I've heard of like recently i mean it's a lot of uh i've noticed um like cerulean draco jason he is he does props full time it's uh, amazing if people can actually make it work i just well, personally i didn't choose to pursue something like that because my first passions are science and graphic design so i am pursuing those and just kind of cosplaying because i like to cosplay and i like to sew and create and have fun with my friends i mean it goes like i was talking about this uh, one guy is actually a member of my uh, Ma Mason's Lodge. He's a uh, <coughs> well, he's a Freemason, just not the same lodge as me. But uh, mm -hmm. his father actually is a same lodge that I, that was a part of, or am a part of. He's actually uh, works up in Mount Vernon as a uh, as he portrays George Washington. Oh, that's awesome! As a second <laughs> uh, term as president, and he goes around to a different place. Places that you know you, you can hire him. Obviously, he talks about you know American history, his history, you know how important it is to us, <laughs> and uh, that's what he did a couple weeks ago. He actually, we actually had a uh, sp a special event in our lodge where he came out and spoke. Oh, that's very cool. That is cool. I can give you like I was planning on writing a uh, article for the, for the uh, website about, you know, an actual professional cosplayer like this guy because... Mm -hmm. Do it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, I think the one, at least, just as far as, like, as a kind of coming at it from a consumer point of view, the one thing that you would have to be a little concerned about is, I mean, a lot of people do still argue that oh, you're not a cosplayer if you don't make your own costumes, blah, 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 blah. So that's... And then just... you actually do make your own costume and you're like, now what? Yeah, exactly. I mean, yeah, quite. Yeah, I know a ton of very prolific seamstresses mm. who are like, I have like six costumes that I've made and are finished, and I have no photos of. 
But yeah, so um, going back kind of onto the topic, uh, it was, uh, and also mentioning that I'm a scientist, mm -hmm. uh, I actually ended up after the backlash, I wanted to bring up that it really became a social experiment in the end and kind of brought a lot of issues within the community to light mm -hmm. as far as the worthiness, in quotes, of someone to be charging or whatever and that just because I have only like 5,000 something likes mm -hmm. as opposed to someone with 115,000 it's like oh well like it's just it brings up the whole the numbers issue as well as kind of the the uh, kind of the just kind of the popularity issue came up. Uh, what else came up uh, that I noticed? Uh, the whole definitely the whole rift between the cosplayer and photographer, and but it was interesting because a lot of people were saying the same thing. Like I'm not quite sure what to think of it when half the people who are speaking out are all saying the same thing, but nothing's changing. I mean, I'm not yeah. so naive to say that. Oh yeah, well since I brought this to light, things will change for the better or whatever, because I mean, change takes a long time, mm -hmm. but it's, it's really interesting to see, um, kind of just, unfortunately the negativity within the community has just become almost overwhelming, Yeah, which is something that I'm, I was trying to after like with, uh, with personally, when I was replying to comments and stuff, I was trying to be positive. Like yeah. there were a couple people that were being negative and I was like, well, I hope you have a nice day. It's your opinion. This is mine. And it's just, it's, it's overwhelming the negativity within, which is a truly a shame. Mm -hmm. And I think, uh, it's, it's turning yeah. into a gigantic pissing contest. Yeah, yeah, it really became one of those two, especially, yeah, going back to the money thing. But, I mean, it's like, I know that people are so sick of hearing, but cosplay is for fun and blah, blah, blah. Because, yeah, it is. We all use it. A lot of us use it to unwind. But at the same time, I mean, there are people who are interested in monetizing it or they use it as... Uh, they have everyone has their own reasons for why they cosplay. It doesn't necessarily mean that it's all for fun, as much as people try and preach that. Gotcha. Uh, let me ask you: you've you said you've been doing this for almost ten years, right? Yep. Yeah. How, how do you feel about the cosplay community? Like when you, I mean, the way it changes. Because I mean, when I first came in, a lot of what we see now, it wasn't like this. It to me, it was a lot more fun more appreciation um, now it's like gimme 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 yeah i think a lot of that has to do with the advent of facebook pages mm -hmm. um it's becoming kind of just i mean it's pretty much the norm for anyone who's anyone and everyone to have a facebook page whether you get 50 likes or yeah. 50,000 likes mm -hmm. i have 50 likes Oh yes, that's, that's awesome. That's about it, though. All right, oh, just so you know, we had. Don't, be, um, don't, don't worry, numbers numbers don't yeah. really matter as long as you're a good person and you are enjoying yourself and whatever. Doesn't matter. Exactly. That's that's my personal belief. And, but yeah, so it's like, um, as far as the change, like I still think there's always been drama. Mm -hmm. There's been drama since the beginning of time with every community ever. So it's just 
it wasn't as in the forefront because not everyone the the social media aspect of the cosplay community which is pretty much the majority of cosplayer interaction these days because i mean you have so many cons a year that only so many people can attend yeah like, like you can't attend every single community every single con because obviously there's multiple ones a weekend all across the country so people interact mostly on the internet and of course the internet is already a place for negativity and such that it's like I think it's that's really where the drama issue has come from. And then just the fact that um, especially like uh, I guess I, I don't like like uh, like talking down on mm -hmm. newer cosplayers, but just kind of they expect that the veterans of the community or someone who's made or even talking about making a costume will tell them exactly how they're doing it so that they can do it and not doing anything on their own. Yet, at the same time, which is almost ironic, because there's so many tutorials out there these days. Yeah. There's so much easier access to wigs. There's amazing quality wigs now compared to even a couple of years ago. Like, oh, mm -hmm. man, it's Arda and Epic. And even, even a lot of eBay and Taobao sellers have gotten amazing quality wigs within the last maybe three or four years. And it's just, it's... There's so much more there's so many more resources for them, but at the same time they're just they just don't look for them i i really it, it kind of boggles my mind because I mean I'm an obsessive researcher, which is probably the scientist in me it's not <laughs> even that it's just more of the common sense aspect it's like if you make something and someone's like, "Okay, you tell me how you made it." And then you' you linked it to the tutorial or how to do it, and they're like, "No, can you make it for me?" And you're like, "Really?" Yeah, no. Not for free. And yeah. I mean, I, I'm always, I'm all for helping people with whatever I can. If they had a specific question, it's just, if you just ask me, how do you do it? I don't know what you're talking uh -huh. about. How do you do it? I, I really don't know what you're talking about. You're, you mean your, your, your idol master costume? How did you make it? Um, I sewed it together. Yeah. I don't know what to tell you. I bought some fabric from the fabric store and mm -hmm. some craft foam. Uh, I don't know what else you want from me. Practice makes perfect. And um, exactly. And that's another thing. People have I've noticed is that younger cosplayers they see all these veterans and people who've been doing it even for. A couple years, and I've seen some amazing work come from people who have only been in the community for a handful of years, and it's just they. It, it's my one word of advice to any young cosplayer: do not compare yourself to them. Exactly, because practice does make perfect. I will tell you, oh my gosh, probably up until maybe 2012, even mm -hmm. my costumes were crap. My costumes, even even now, I still think a lot of my costumes that I make like are crap. Like I just made a Sailor Venus costume, and I'm like, oh, it's so sloppy. But people are like, it looks so nice. I'm like, you don't see the inside of it. Well, <laughs> I'll be the judge of that because most people know I am like the biggest Sailor Venus fan well, this well, side of the town. <laughs> see all my cosplays. <laughs> I will definitely take check that out. And um, earlier we had a slight glitch with the stream; it disconnected, and we have the stream back up and running. And Washi Otaku says, the feed was cut by pro photographers that charge. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> that, 
pro photographers, they can charge. Yeah. They have, they have, I mean, I think if anyone's, I guess, validated, which I don't think anyone really well, should be validated, at least at a, in a convention scene, like, it's, it's one thing to charge, mm-hmm. and if pro, professional photography, you just have to recognize that the audience that you're catering to yes. doesn't have the kind of money that you're expecting that you can get from wedding photography, portrait photography, all other kinds of photography, because that's just, it's, it goes back to the fact that before everyone just took call shots. It was just, I mean, I don't even, I I don't even think I had my first, I didn't even have a photo shoot for the first time until like 2011. Mm. And that was like a couple quick shots with uh, EBK. Oh yeah. And it's like, uh, it's, it's, Definitely just, I mean, it's just a, as far as that, they just have to know their market. As far as if you want to charge within the in the community, you need to know your market. And I definitely think there are plenty of people who do, especially um, the ones who both cosplay as well as take photos. They kind of understand, I guess, both yes. sides. Um, but yeah, no, I mean, I encourage professional photographers to take pictures because they probably are going to take an amazing photo and that's great. That's awesome. Yeah. I'd love to see it, but um, it doesn't mean that it's in my budget. It could be in someone else's mm-hmm. budget or they will take their feedback and people just need to be polite about it. Exactly. As far as that's concerned. Yeah. Cause if you can't afford it, don't flip a shit. Just oh, yeah, go to exactly. somebody else. Yeah. yeah. No, it's yeah. like, Oh, I see a photographer that is posting. They want X amount of money. And I say, ooh, well, I really don't have that much money, and I've already booked a shoot that was such amount. Um, oh, do I want to eat or do I want pretty photos? I probably should be the res- choose the responsible choice and eat. Yes, yeah, yeah. But I don't. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was yeah, saying. That's... I, I was saying before the show that, you know, each side really does have the ability to charge depending oh, yeah, on sure. why. Mm-hmm. If you're just going to the to the convention to hang out and have fun, like I don't see why money needs to exchange hands if somebody says, "Oh, hey, can I, you know, can I get a couple of photos?" Yeah. And, and if that's... if the fo- if the photographer is going to be using those shots um for his or her own business or to, you know, practice and put it in a portfolio or something like that, I believe that the model should be paid for that time because they're mm-hmm. using it to uh, to progress in their own, you know, in their Neuron, own career. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think that the cosplayer should pay when the cosplayer is doing the same thing, when mm-hmm. that's going to go into that person's portfolio. If that person is going to charge for the pictures, you know, to, to do shots like that um, – that's when I think the cosplayer should pay. Yeah. But, like, just for, you know, shits and giggles, I, I don't see why either one should have to pay. And I don't think a lot of photographers get that. That, you know what, they're not going to be using... Like, if, if I were to go and get a photo shot done, I'm not selling those photos. It's just something that would look pretty. I don't see why I would want to pay for that. I mean, but... as far as that's concerned, I recognize that you are taking their time, especially, I mean, not that it's the best location at a convention, but that's a lot of the time where people can essentially, quote unquote, afford to meet up at. 
where they can set aside a specific time. And that's like, I feel like booking a private shoot is one thing and hall shots and just kind of a quick, like in a corner photo, a couple photo photo shoot. That's the two different things as far as like, as far as like, I feel like should have some kind of monetary value to them. Uh, because I mean, if you're just on the con floor and you're like, Hey, uh, I want to shoot that. Obviously, the photographer is interested in the subject matter. They're not just interested in pursuing their business and kind of performing a service, which Mm -hmm. is where the charging comes in, which is totally fine. I mean, that's what a lot of photographers do. I mean, they might not necessarily be buddy-buddy with their the person they're shooting wedding for. I mean, they just do it because they do it. I mean... I don't necessarily love my job, but I do it anyway because I need money. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like it's, it's it just kind of becomes work, and I agree. It's kind of I just think it's it if you're gonna go and shoot, it's fine. That's whatever. But at the same time, it's kind of silly. Like I know there was also another big deal about like someone asked about like charging for selfies on my thing, and I was like. Pfft. Yeah, that's twenty bucks. Of like, so, yeah, no, you're not just gonna hand me. T- I'm just not gonna be like, oh yeah, you just took a selfie with me. That'll be twenty bucks, please. Like, no, that's stupid. That's like, what? So like, pretty much, no, that's so dumb. So, so you were just messing with the person when you said that, that. People were confused about with the post is that yeah. they were assuming that I would just be like, photo shoot me, just like in the <laughs> middle of the hallway. That will be thirty dollars, please. Or maybe they thought you'd selfie bomb them and then, and then uh, expect them to pay up when the yeah you know oh action. yeah I'm gonna jump in the selfie oh now you owe me money yeah no that's really stupid I'm sorry if you thought that <laughs> I pity you but anyway um, yeah no I think it's just personally I'd rather spend my money on my budget for photography on a controlled on location or in a studio set where the photographer and myself have control of everything. At a con, shit happens all the time. Mm-hmm. I remember last year, I think, and this is also why I don't schedule shoots anymore because it's just way too stressful. Is yeah. It's it's I had to I I had to cancel like a handful of shoots last year just because it snowed and I couldn't get from my house to the con and it was like, okay, uh especially like I don't want to jip them out of their money but at the same time I don't want to I don't want to be like well you didn't take any pictures of me so there shouldn't you shouldn't expect any money from me kind of thing and also it's just people just like oh oh well now what do I do at this time because you set aside that time to work with someone you set aside that time to do a job for someone and yeah it's that's what it is I mean that's and that's also like personally I've also experienced and as far as scheduling photo shoots versus not scheduling photo shoots which I kind of touched on before like it's personally it's just very stressful okay yeah and I and I I get that and I understand that because you never know Mm -hmm. unless you've done a full run of putting on your entire costume Mm -hmm. sometimes makeup you could have I've spent like 20 minutes trying to put a stupid fake lash on and like to register participation for this week's episode of Anime Jam Session on VogNetwork.com, use the passphrase "art." Been late because of it, or whatever. Like gotcha. it's, I'm just like, there's you can't control the, 
you can't control. There's so many elements that you cannot control that it's personally, I think it's kind of silly. It's, it's, I mean, I don't know to each their own, but that's just my, my thoughts on it from my experience with booking and not booking and stuff. So, I mean, I hope people kind of are more clarified as to what I was going for with this, this post. It's kind of just a, it was, and a lot of people kind of picked up on it, which is great. They picked up on it. That was kind of a satire. It's and a satire is a commentary on something that the satire presenter is kind of unhappy with or something that they'd like to see just like kind of a, it's, it's a criticism, but mm-hmm. done in an interesting, in a, in a different way, not just a blatant, yeah, this is what it's the, what the problem is. Because like I said before, that stuff's not necessarily going to get a reaction out of people. Okay. Um, see, I just want to let everybody know that the Skype line is now open. Um, if you have any, <laughs> if you have any questions for Barracuda cosplay or anything else, give us a buzz. Uh, secondly, uh, Winamp is acting retarded yet again, so I had to uh, kickstart the feed. So I might have to switch software up coming up soon. That's not a good thing. And a comment in the chat room. Um, Anore Dekado says, I'm still learning and I had a question. I saw a prop someone made and I wanted to replicate that. Part of the prop had a kind of a sticker that I did not know the name for. And I asked this individual what he bought for the prop, to which the person said, no, just got to search online. I did research to find it. Hmm. Um. I mean, as far as that, if you could kind of, I, as far as just kind of a, a, for future, if you do have a question like that, um, if it's a specific thing but you don't know the name of it, you can be like, you could just try and describe it. Like, my suggestion, be as specific as possible. Like, even if you're just like, yeah, that thingy that looks like this, and I'm not quite sure what it's like. And also be be specific. Be Let them know. Be honest. Be like, I don't know what it's called, but it's this, and it's used for this. Mm-hmm. Do you know what it's called, and do you know where I can find it kind of thing? And also, you know, with Google Images, you can just take a picture of it and upload it, and Google might just find you multiple images of it and will take you back to the link of what it is. It may make yeah. it even better. Oh, I've done that plenty mm. of times. <laughs> oh, yeah. All right. Well, this was one. This was a great interview. I'm really enjoying this. So oh, thank you. I, I've been. I've had kind of a lot. This has been swimming in my head for a while. So mm-hmm. I'm glad I kind of got a chance to discuss it with people and not have people just kind of assume. Like I just, I started. People were calling it a civil war, and I'm just yeah. Like, no, this you, you is get, the assumption war yeah, because yeah. I did purposely leave it open. My post open and vague. Mm-hmm. But people just made so many different assumptions. And yes, everyone's a different person. And everyone really should respect other people's opinions. Not everyone has the same opinion. Wow, imagine that. I know. (laughs) Because when I first saw it, I was like, you know, that's kind of a dick move. But I understand. And I'm like... Go make your money, girl. Make your money. And then for like the next 48 hours, I have seen people scream that you were trolling. You were serious. She is not serious. I'm an entitled diva. That one was one of my favorites. Yeah. I mean, I have to say, you know, go back to something you said earlier. I mean, 
the only time you really see the community band together, if something bad happens, because like a couple of years back, I had, uh, did a crowdfunding for a, for a friend of mine, a cosplayer. She was going to AWA, and she lost her mom in a car accident. Mm-hmm. So we got that going, and everybody just chipped in just to make sure you know she was doing well, so on and so mm-hmm. forth. Yeah, and that oh, was actually, great. I remember that. Yeah, I believe. Yeah. yeah. And yeah, the, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Was, um, she cosplays Venus, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Now I remember that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No. And also, like, I feel like they only band together. It's it's very weird. It's like a everyone preaches fun and friendship, yet they don't act on it. Yeah. That happens when so let's say if something good happens to someone in the community, a oh, few people God, be happy, and everybody else be like. Who the hell is that person? And, the, and the, it just start the jealousy just starts, you oh know. Oh my god, I know. <sighs> yeah. Is anyone calling in? Does anyone? I don't bite. Well, no, we, we will probably start getting some in because we're going to go ahead. We have another segment on here called the open forum topic, where you know every week we ask a different question. And we want people's thoughts on it, and we, and we kind of chew the fat on it and, and see what we and our take on it. And this okay. week, um, originally I was going to take what you posted and make that the question and just see what people thought, but I realized that could turn evil real quick. Yeah, considering <laughs> yeah. it turned evil real quick when I did it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so instead, we're doing I call not everyday cosplay. Because mm-hmm. we see a lot of cosplayers cosplaying from popular animes, mangas, video games, comics, movies, and so forth. But have you seen anyone cosplay a character that you don't normally see at conventions? Or is there someone you want, a character you like to see cosplay? We're talking about obscure cosplayer cosplays, second string characters, and stuff like um, that. Well, actually, and it's really not something I've seen, and mm-hmm. I'm at personally working on it, is, yeah. um, well, you know, the yeah. um, original concept art for the Sailor, the Sailor, uh, Sailor Guardians. Yes. Is, it's, I love it. I personally think it's... For all, they're wacky. Mm-hmm. But they're, just, they're just so wacky, and like I love them. And I just—I've only seen a handful of them. And yes, so have I. They're very cool. I mean, I think they're fun. Mm-hmm. And it was definitely a challenge compared to just making like a standard Sailor Fuku. Yeah, I remember uh, somebody was telling me that I think one year at Capsicon, like three years ago, maybe even four, someone did Saban Moon. Ah. And somebody walked up to her and said, your Sailor Moon cosplay is incorrect. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, wow. Oh, dear. Now, um, and also, I mean, hmm, I'm trying to think. Um, well, personally, I'm just drawing from my personal interest. Mm-hmm. Um, I really would love to see um, people cosplay or just be more into uh, Battle Princess of Arcadius. It's a really fun game. It's by Nisa. I think it was like their 30th anniversary game. Oh, okay. The designs are beautiful, though. I highly recommend looking it up. Uh, it the I think the only part that kind of keeps people from playing or knowing about it is it's only available on the PlayStation Network. Uh. But, oh, my God, the designs for it are beautiful. The game is colorful. The music is fantastic. The gameplay is pretty fun. It's I mean, it's a side-scroller and hack and slash. But, you know, I mean, 
whatever. That's what I like. So I might but, have to check that out. Yeah, it, it's really fun. Except the ending was kind of disappointing, but uh, that's just my opinion. All right. <laughs> now on our Facebook page, here are some of the an- we got like three answers here. Uh, SM Zelda rules says old PC games like Mist, the Neverhood, and Pajama Sam. Needless to say, I will be cosplaying from all three in the future. I remember <laughs> Pajama awesome. Sam. I feel that's like awesome. I have seen a Pajama Sam cosplayer before, and I was oh, just like, God. yes, yes. Yeah, no, that would the be. The only exposure I, think... I had to that game is the, uh, is the let's play done by the, by I think it's uh, Kaiser Neko, the one guy on a Team Four Sword is the yeah. voice of Vegeta. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he does it in the, like in Vegeta's voice. Oh my god, character. nice. Uh, Ranger. Fun Serena... fact: He's scared of anthropomorphic, uh, in, of uh, anthropomorphic morphic items. Uh, well, then that was a bad game for him to play. Yeah. <laughs> Um, let's see. Ranger Serena says, I once saw someone cosplay David the Gnome. I was stupid excited. I thought I was like one of six people that remembered that show. And if oh, it, I remember that show. Yeah, if she saw David the Gnome cosplay at Anime Next, I know who that cosplayer was. So, And Ron Liddell says Valkyria Chronicles. Okay. Um, I would give two. I mentioned one earlier, uh, Saber Marionette J. When I first started getting into the con scene, going to conventions, I saw a small group but that was it. And then one of my favorite fighting games, Rival Schools. Uh, I cosplay Kyosuke. That's another obscure series. I've not I've seen people cosplay like two, three of the characters, but nothing lately. But I do remember I think Katsu last year, was it? Yeah, I think it was Katsu last year. Um I went as Kyosuke and there was another guy there as Kyosuke and we got our pictures together. So I was like, that doesn't happen all that often. Yeah, seriously. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying to think. Mako Chan, any anything obscure? Um, not that I can really think about. Well, I do remember that one that the time I met you at Shoujo Con. Uh yeah, and I got attacked by this crazy guy because I was dressed as Washu. Yeah, and I pushed the obscure Final Fantasy VIII cosplayer to the side. Mm. I mean, I I never played eight. I mean, I do know the major characters of eight, but didn't know who she was. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, oh man. Is anyone commenting about about who they want to see at a con? No, no, no. I don't see anything like that. You know. I've seen a few pro wrestlers being cosplayed. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. not just like the friend, main event guys, but uh, the one guy at who has uh, gone to different uh, Otakons every year is a uh, I think as I think it's a uh, Ultimo Dragon. Mm. Mm. Because hell, even I cosplayed a professional wrestler. <laughs> uh, Vox seven thirty five says Lena Inverse at a con would be great. Yeah, I've seen a couple oh, of. I've um, seen, I've a bunch of people do Lena Inverse. Yeah. Some really good ones, too. Mm. A friend of mine did Lena Inverse last year, so that was pretty cool. Yeah, I believe Sabretooth does it, and she's done it recently. And oh, right, yeah, yeah, you're is... right, yeah. Yeah, there's there's been a bunch recently. I think, honestly, I've noticed recently, especially with uh, the older cosplayers, they have been kind of, I guess, almost, I guess, maybe bored of or feel that a lot of the newer stuff is overdone so they've been kind of going back to the nostalgia factor of their of their younger years 
and getting it just getting an anime so I've, I've noticed a lot of that so I'm hoping we'll see more of that because I mean um like my one friend Sparkle Pipsy she just mm-hmm. recently uh cosplayed a creamy mommy from uh creamy mommy and you don't really see that very often I think in the past year I've only seen her and one other at anime USA so they're on separate sides of the separate oh. sides of the country all right awesome now we do have a call coming in which is awesome you're oh, live on, yeah you're live on anime jam session who are you who are we talking to tonight hey this is Def. hey hey what's going hey, on dude well, you're talking about the obscure uh, cosplays, mm-hmm. and I wanted to give you my opinion or my point of view of this, and it's pretty much that. I have seen most of the obscure uh, cosplays that I have wanted to see. Okay, you have two uh, minutes and go. Uh, well, I have seen in previous conventions here uh, an Amaterasu from Akami. Okay. It, it was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Uh I have seen uh, people do like uh, SpongeBob uh, cosplay, but not in SpongeBob himself. Like uh, from other episodes or from obscure episodes, even mm-hmm. that that have that have done them. And uh, I have seen also, well, not not that My Little Pony is obscure, but some right. of some really really obscure characters from the series, and in other stuff like. Like Pokemon too, uh, mm-hmm. anthropomorphized stuff. And I have a friend who cosplays as Tracy. <laughs> I have seen people like do the uh, the legendary dogs from uh, from Gold and Silver. Yeah. Entei, Sukun, and yeah, and we had I forget a, the other one, Raikou. Sort of group of all of the second generation uh, legendaries back in Anime Next something. I don't remember, but I was hello. Yeah, I have seen also uh, Lugia and Ho-Oh and lots of stuff like that. Though I, the there's a cosplay I think that I haven't seen that I probably would like to see. Probably is not that obscure, but uh, Great Teacher Onisuka. Mm. I would like to see uh, someone to cosplay that. I, I like I said, it's probably not that obscure, but I haven't anyone here in local conventions do that. Okay, cool. All right. So, uh, you have anything else for us tonight, bro? No, that would be it. All right. Thanks for the calling in, man. We appreciate that. Hey, thanks for having me. No problem. Take care. See you later. Oh, sorry, Actef. That was Actef, our awesome, um, awesome caller from from Mexico. Oh. Yeah. Dedicated listener to the show, and and um, Orange Island Radio, and all that cool stuff. Um, let's see what else do we have here? Um. Y'all got a couple more minutes to call in before I close up. We start wrapping things up here, so. Well, I guess we could go ahead and cover talk about uh, news from Japan. Oh, boy. It can't be all that. God damn it, Mako-chan. What? Y- you got some prime stuff in here tonight. Uh, it's not as cracked at as I had hoped for. Slow week. Kinda. <sighs> All right. It's, it's more. It's more. What the fuck? Than you know. What the fuck? Yeah. It, it, it's more realistic. What the fuck? Than out there, kind of crazy. What the fuck? Well, at least one article kind of um makes up for it. Yeah. All right. Let's go ahead and start with the first one. 
I'll start it off. Hokkaido police officer arrested for molesting 17-year-old girl. I'm glad you started off. Why? I didn't want to take this. I don't want to touch this one. So I guess I had to take one for the team, huh? Yeah. Okay, okay. Police officer has been arrested for sexually molesting a 17-year-old girl on a snow-covered mountain road in Otaru, Hokkaido. According to the police, the incident occurred around 9 a.m. on January 10th. The Hokkaido Shinbun reported that the suspect, identified as Yudai Takane, a 31-year-old officer from Sapporo, approached the girl as she was walking by herself along a mountain road. He then allegedly pushed her down and lifted up her top and groped her. Police said nearby street surveillance camera footage showed a man who looks just like him in the vicinity at the time. Takane was quoted by the police saying he walked by the girl but did not touch her. According to Sapporo Police, Takane was hired in April 2011 and transferred to the Higashi Ward in 2012 of January. The crime took place on the morning after he finished night duty outside his working hours. You know, there are better ways to kill your fr- kill all your free time when you're not working, like going home and sleeping. Literally doing anything else. Yeah. Just about. <sighs> Ain't that something. Uh, you know what? Marco, take the next one. I wanted to take the last one. Yeah, but I want to take the last one. <laughs> but I'm the wino. Shouldn't I get the last one? You know, she's she's kind of got a point there. <sighs> Fine. Alright, you know, just take this and summarize it and break it down. So, Shiga police arrested a youth who posted prank YouTube videos. Police in Malibu... Maibara, acting on one of Bolton inside the Tokyo Metropolitan Police Department, arrested youth on a Takata Line train that arrived from Nagoya at 7.38 a.m. Uh, the youth was placed on a nationwide wanted list on Friday. He is suspected of entering supermarkets where he inserted toothpicks and other foreign objects into snack foods, as well as been having engaged in shoplifting. Mm, I think I've seen that video. Case came to light after video on YouTube on January 11th, which someone has seen stabbing a toothpick in the package of a snack food at a supermarket in Chofu, Tokyo. Video begins with a man's voice saying, Are y'all well? This is prank at the supermarket. And takes the toothpick and walks up to a display filled with dry goods and snacks. Uses the toothpick to pierce the top of one of the packages, pushing it in the X store without purchasing anything. Okay, there's been a long standing urban legend in this country about people who like to sneak pins and razor blades into fruit given out at Halloween, which has absolutely no basis in reality, but that's not the point. Mm. And that's the, like, this is the first thing I'm thinking about when I hit, when I hear this story. Like, someone's gonna bite into something that has a toothpick stuck in it, and you're, they're gonna, like, end up damaging your mouth. That's... Dickish. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I like pranks and all, but come on, son. Hurtful shit like this? No. And if we go back to the chat room real quick, Washo Taco says, You know what cosplay I don't see anymore? Yata. Followed by Ron Ladao and Homestuck. Yeah, there's, there's an overabundance of Homestuck cosplay. Let's just leave it at that. All right, Marco, go ahead, have your wine. Yay! Um, so basically, there's a convenience store in Japan called Family Mart. 
and it's one of those uh, kind of cheapo convenience stores. Well, like a Seven Eleven. Um, I guess. Uh, basically, it, it's you know they're able to keep prices low, so that that's the good thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but basically, this convenience store is putting out canned sake. Um, it, it's it's basically to help people get kind of their their toes wet in the uh, sake drinking biz because every every person that puts out sake it's going to have a different flavor mm-hmm. depending on you know what's used and the ingredients and the area. So basically, it's a sampling set. Uh, they're 200 milliliter cans with resealable tops, so there's no pressure to drink all of it and for 260 yen you can get you know that that's what starts at uh at the low end there's 260 280 another 280 um and then a 300 yen Mm. so there you go if uh you're ever in japan and can get to this convenience store you can try a variety of sake for fairly cheap. And if you are a fan of the show, you'll ship Mako-chan a case of this. Uh, I I would love you forever. <laughs> it's almost like it's one of the time when 7-Eleven had their own brand of beer. Yeah, well, oh. I live in Jersey, and 7-Eleven doesn't sell beer in Jersey. I feel bad for you, son. Yeah, but there's a liquor store in every corner, so... <laughs> Just about. Yeah. So, uh, Barracuda Cosplay, what are your thoughts on the three articles from Japan that we just talked about? Um, well, the Molester one, I'm not terribly, like, surprised, because, mm. I mean, that kind of happens a lot. Yeah. In everywhere. It's just, I don't know. It's, I guess just their decency laws in Japan are significantly more, I guess, conservative than they are here, and also they're a lot more open about that stuff, whereas... I mean, if you're going to compare it to, like, um, uh, American news, it's not as mm-hmm. common to hear that kind of story. People like more the uh, the shooting stories and stuff and more more violence than just, oh, uh, this random dude groped some girl's boobs. Yeah. Because, <laughs> I don't know, honestly, either that or it just happens way more frequently here than it gets reported. So. Point taken. Uh, other than that, um, I think that's really interesting about the, the sake in a can. It's, um, it's kind of, I mean, they put everything, in all kinds of crazy drinks in cans in Japan, which is, I mean, personally, that's one of my goals when I, I do eventually get to go visit Japan is to go try lots of weird things from vending machines. Yeah, I'm just wondering if these cans are going to be kept hot or cold. Well, actually, uh, they could be able to do both because I know that you can get hot cans from from certain vending machines because, mm-hmm. I mean, they serve hot coffee in them. I, it's, yeah, it's, Ooh. I don't know. I mean, it, yeah, because, I mean, I guess it's up to preference. Or I don't really know how sake works as far as if there's certain sakes that are supposed to be served warm versus some that are supposed to be served cold. Fair enough, fair enough. I, guess, I don't know. Yeah. Just give it all to me. <laughs> God, Mako, you're such a lush. What? I actually really like um, sake mixed with plum wine. It's very tasty. 
You are, after all, a connoisseur of alcohol, so... <laughs> I'm the exact opposite. I rarely drink, so... Not even at cons? No, actually. I uh, discovered in college, uh, in one of my genetics classes, uh, we did a gene study um, on ourselves. Uh, we took a gene sample from our cheeks, and we determined that if we were super tasters or not. Yeah. And I've never really liked the taste of alcohol. Mm-hmm. So that explained things. Even if they're mixed with like other, oh, like... it's 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 worse because oh. a lot of the time it, I can still taste it. Oh, okay. It's the bitter taste. Actually, per- I would love to try one of those like miracle berries, like that are supposed to like kind of turn off your sour and um, bitter percept uh, receptors. Mm-hmm. Then so like you like they they show examples of like people eating lemons and saying they taste good. So I'd love to try that drink alcohol because I mean I, I've drank and I, I think I can count on my hands how many times I've been drunk but well, I do like being drunk I just can't get there because <laughs> alcohol well you might have to find me at Zenkai, no, almost, at Katsukon because because I do have those miracle berries I got when I, really? when I cards against humanity yes what, I did the holiday bullshit and that was one of the pr- gifts that they gave out really yes That's awesome I will have to come find you then because I would love to play Let's experiment and see if it makes me want to actually enjoy alcohol. Well, bring... I was going to assume you want to play Cards Against Humanity and get drunk with us, but that works too. Well, I can I can do that. That's always fun. I like Cards Against Humanity. Yeah, I'll definitely bring next. I practically have like um, I have all five. I have all five sets. I think there's a sixth set on its way out. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, no, my friend has, I think he, I believe he has some of the, like, kind of, not bootleg, but, like, other oh, the other b- that packs. kind of yes. similar stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, he's filled his bigger blocker box. I have not filled mine yet, so I I don't know. I kind of want to get the other expansions, but at the same time, I'm like, ah, I don't know. It just I have the tabletop here. expansion from the Will Wheaton's tabletop where you got for a oh, back in his do. Kickstarter. Nice. I just remember the first time I played it, we had all the cards printed out and cut out by hand. <laughs> if we go to the chat room real quick, uh, Serenity1488 says, uh, no, Ron Liddell says, someone should cosplay as Cards Against Humanity, and Serenity1488 goes, what black card should someone cosplay as? And she follows up with, hashtag bigger blacker dick card cosplay. <laughs> <laughs> I get kicked out of con really quick. Very well, then. Very fucking well. Okay. Let, let's go ahead. Um, do our our last couple of songs and wrap things up. Okay. All right. Um, let me move this over here. So don't forget to mute, and we'll be back.
Well, I wasn't expecting to fade out and fade in to be so quick like that. This song brings me back to my younger years. Oh, yeah. I still owe a friend of mine, um, Maze Hughes cosplay. I recognize the beat from the uh, first song. Yeah, her album is pretty good. Well, Barracuda... Sampled Smashing Pumpkins. I was surprised to hear that. Oh, Dragon Ash is really good. I oh, I know. That. I know. Alright, so, uh, Barracuda, thanks for being on the show with us tonight. Yeah, of course. Thank you again for having me. Anytime. Um, definitely yeah. have, we'll definitely have the door open for you anytime you want to come back, you know? Well, whenever whenever you feel like uh, having, I don't know, weird little derp like me on, that's fine. Um, We're all weird little derps. If we if we <laughs> weren't enough, if we weren't we probably wouldn't be doing this right now we'd be doing normal stuff and you know <laughs> yeah what is I, normal anymore I know right I don't know. Uh, if you like what you heard tell a friend they in turn tell another friend and so on and so forth we're independent podcasters we do this for the fun of it so if you have any thoughts or questions about the show just drop us a line at podcast at animejamsession.com again that's podcast at animejamsession.com tell us what's on your mind we're here to believe you. Uh, check out our website at AnimeJamSession.com. We will have the DerpyCon convention report going up this week, and the KatoriCon report will be going up next week with more pictures. So definitely be on the lookout for that. If you are unable to get to our website for our podcast, you can definitely drop us a line. Uh, not drop us a line, but... Um, if, uh, here we go. I hate getting sidetracked like that. <laughs> um <laughs> You can find our podcast on different sites. You can find us on Podcast Alley, iTunes, Stitcher, Miro, Double Twist, Blueberry, Xbox Music, and TuneIn Radio. Follow us on YouTube, youtube.com slash TV, where you'll find all of our convention photos. Check, I mean, convention videos. Check them out. You'll enjoy them. And we are also on YouTube individually. Uh, you can find me at youtube.com slash DJRonMess. Ari is at Ari22682 and you can find Mako-chan over at uh, youtube.com slash Luna. Barracuda, do you have a YouTube page you'd like to share with our friends? I do not have a YouTube page, but if you want to check out my uh, costume collection, uh, you can head on over to mm-hmm. cospix, C-O-S-P-I-X dot mm-hmm. net backslash Barracuda to find out more. And also, I highly recommend signing up for an account if you're a cosplayer or cosplayer photographer or even a cosplay lover. Sorry, I work for that. It's cool. I have thought about... <laughs> I, it's cool. It's perfectly alright because if, if the role was reversed, you best believe I'd be shilling my podcast, Vogue Network, and everybody else. So it's only fair. Hey, I yes. mean, guys, if you you should sign up for an account too. I mean, it's totally free, um, and share. It's a great way to share all of your convention photos. Uh, just how it's uh, kind of organized. Mm-hmm. Uh, it like you can basically click on an event, and every single photo that's tagged for the event will show up. Pretty and you good. won't lose the quality like you do on Facebook. Ooh, shots fired. Um. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Twitter, twitter.com slash session. Follow us here so you know what conventions we're going to, when articles are going up, photos, videos, the whole nine yards. We're on um, Twitter. You can find me at twitter.com slash djronmas. Ari is at the Ari Man. Mako Chan is at Joe Videa. And Barracuda, what about you? OMG, it's Barry. B-A-R-R-I. I just started following her tonight, and she got some cool stuff to tweet, so definitely follow. I tweet about idols a lot. I warn you now. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with that. Um, 
Facebook, facebook.com slash anime jam session. I just want to say thank you to everybody who likes our page. If you, if you like the page, the articles, the photos, everything that we post on there, as long as you continue to like it, we're going to bring you more content. That's what we're all about. If you want to follow us individually on Facebook and see what's going on and our thoughts, you can find me at facebook.com slash imdjeronmess. Ari is at Ari Rockefeller. Mako-chan is at Makoto Mako-chan Kino. And if I remember correctly, you can find Barracuda at facebook.com slash Barracuda Cosplay. Yep, that's right. My memory actually served me well this time. Woo! Yeah! High five. <laughs> Um, like I said, we're on the VOG Network twice a week. We're live on Tuesdays at 9.30, Encore Thursdays at 1. But we're not the only geek-centric podcast on this network. Um, if you like Star Trek, check out the Starboard Power Coupling podcast on Thursdays. If you like books, movies, television, British programming, Doctor Who, pop culture, we have four different shows for you. We have Critical Myth, British Invaders, Pop Culture, and Under Sedation Live. Four different shows, four different points of views. Definitely check them out. If you like what we do on Tuesday nights, swing in around 8 o'clock for Electric Sisterhood. It's Pandalicious and Ninja Sister talking games, tech, and anime. If you like MMOs like World of Warcraft, League of Legends, Final Fantasy XIV, Final Fantasy XI, it's MMO Wednesdays with Girls Gone Wild at 12 and Whorehouse at 10. Now, if, you, if you're an avid gamer or a newbie gamer, definitely check out the Bobby Blackwolf Show and Orange Lounge Radio, the Scornstone Networking of the Programming of the Vogue Network. Check these shows out if you want to hear from independent gamers about the industry, their thoughts on game reviews and everything else. It's just, these two shows, you actually your voice does mean something and it matters. So that's it. So last words, let's go around the room. Makochan. Um I am after this going to finish off the last two episodes of Arrow Season 2. And uh, maybe start on season three. And so far, the only thing that has kept my interest in Arrow is the fact that uh, even though they did not mention her by name, Harley was in it. Aha. Ari, last words. I'm just kind of bracing for impact for next week. Hmm. That bad? No, I mean, because it's episode 200. Okay, oh yeah, I got a little treat in store for everyone for that. Oh boy. No, no, you trust me, trust me, you're gonna like this. You're gonna like this. Okay, uh, Barracuda, do you have any last words you want to tell our audience out there? Uh, just keep working at your craft, and I'm gonna go work on mine. I'm gonna go make some more, spark- finish my sparkly pink booty shorts. I, I, I can't beat that. You know, I can't beat that logic. <laughs> they have handcuffs for the belt buckles, too. Well, now. This just keeps getting better and better. I know. It's quite glamorous. Uh, my, my last words is, yeah, I'm going to continue watching some more Love Live. I'm going finish to finish that off tonight. You might need some tissues. I have, I have handkerchiefs right here. I have Kleenex here, so I'm good. I'm ready. Never tell a guy he might need some tissues. <laughs> um, I got a story. Oh, I might have a story about that, but I'll save it for another time. Uh, I, I don't want to hear any stories about that. Thank you. It wasn't from me. Right. I don't want to hear stories about that. Thank you. All right, fine, whatever. Uh, <laughs> okay, uh, we'll be back next week. Brand new episode. For the way things are going, we'll still be here Tuesdays. We're not taking a vacation anytime soon, so that is it. End of list. 
I'm Ranma. I'm Ari. I'm Mako-chan. And I'm the Barracuda. <laughs> you caught that right away. <laughs> I love that. I don't that. have my bass guitar. I can't play my outro. Sorry. All right. I did it with mouth. Next time I'll have that. Uh, that's it. We're out of here. So... Great fight, great fight, great night. Bye-bye. Night. Say goodnight, Mako-chan. Goodnight, Mako-chan. I told you to never do that. Mako-chan. Now you're being a pain in the ass. Mako-chan. That's it. No. No, oh, oh. I can be even more of a pain in the ass. No. Kitties. That's it. That's it. No vodka for your birthday. But but it's it's vodka. Nope. But 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 but. Say but. say good night, Mako Chan. Good night, Mako Chan. <laughs>